You need parts? O'Reilly Auto Parts has parts. Need them fast? We've got fast. No matter what you need, we have thousands of professional parts people doing their part to make sure you have it. Product availability. Just one part that makes O'Reilly stand apart. The professional parts people. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Auto Parts. Okay. Hey, Adam, how you doing, buddy? Can you hear me? Let's see. Why is my... Hear me? Yeah, I hear you. Um, I don't hear Adam, though. So, tells me that... Uh... This is my, my parts working. Yeah, I'm muted. Uh, is he muted? Adam's muted. How do I unmute him? Hey, uh, Adam, can you, uh, can you hear me, Adam? Can you hear me? Hello, hello? Hello. There you are. Okay. You can hear me? Hello, can you hear me? Adam, Adam. Cannot hear you. We can hear him, so his mic's working. His speaker must be off. Yes. Speaker. I know. I don't know why so, so Speaker. Let me take some. It's off. Yes, I do. It's on the right. There you go. That's a little better. Well, it's down the whole way. So. Hey, Darren. Hey, man. We uh, we can hear you, but you can't seem to hear us. So maybe your speakers are turned down, or Hold check on. your speaker setting. Uh, can can you talk? Test 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 test. One two three one two three. No, nothing. Let me sign out and sign back in. Okay. Yeah, I'm gonna run. I'm gonna run and take a piss. Okay, sounds good. Hello. All right, I can hear you now. All right, great, great. Okay, and pin you. So before we uh, before we get on the podcast here. Um, I want to introduce uh, my father, actually. I don't know Your father? I'm... Yeah, not Rich. Although his name is Richard, too. <laughs> All right. Hey, how you doing? Hey, good. How you doing, Rich? Yeah, well, I go by Dick. 
Uh, okay. All right. Nice to meet you, Dick. Thank you. So uh, my father is uh, semi-retired. He's retired from the real working world and now is uh, helping us out uh, part-time. And uh, and so what we kind of tasked him to do is to go through the website a bit and, you know, start looking at, um, you know, just con con content. content. Yeah, functionality, layout, you know, consistency, blah, blah, blah. You know, basically just, it hasn't been looked at in depth in a while, and uh, mm -hmm. you know, and he's and he's kind of going through it. So, um, so I just want to at least put a face to the name when if you see things coming in and stuff because he's going to be pretty much driving most of it. Okay. Uh, on it, um, and, and kind of to that point, we wanted to at least you know start talking about some changes that were. I know I know we're going to use that form, um, but I thought that some of the color of what we we're looking to do on the main page would be kind of a good time to at least talk about it quickly. And then, and then we'll kind of fill out the form for a checklist type of thing. Sure. Yeah. Um, uh, is Joe on too? Uh, Joe's on. He had, uh, he had to go squirt. I don't know if he's back yet. Okay. Well, we'll wait for, uh, <laughs> yeah. I'll wait, wait a minute for him. Um, in the meantime, the, uh, the, 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 pod, the podcast we're going to do today is, uh, uh, the effects of, uh, of a house fire on a foundation. We had a okay. we had a house fire uh, foundation issue up in New Hampshire that we had to uh, deal with. So we're going to get into a little bit of what what can happen and why it happens and what All we right. did. All right, Joe's on right now. Um, so uh, it, it, if I if I understand this correctly, your last name is Tracy and your dad's name is Dick. So if we get a an email from Dick Tracy that uh, it's not a yeah, it's not, not a gaff, it's not a gaff, it's real. <laughs> yeah, it's not spam. You can you can open that one up. <laughs> <laughs> All right, John. I don't know if you uh, got that, but this is uh, Adam's father, Dick. Nice, nice to meet you. you. Nice to meet you. Yeah. So um, we were just saying how Joe, you were just out. You know, my father's going to take kind of ownership of going through a lot of the website and, and, and basically making sure everything's still functional and content still updated and, and, you know, kind of going page by page and, and, you know, changing layout and format as we kind of go along here. And I know that we use that form in the past to kind of drive kind of the checklist of things, um, which worked pretty well. Um, but so my father here, Dick's going to, um, you know, be the main kind of uploader and, and, verifier of all that stuff as we kind of go along here um, cool. and one thing that we wanted to do and we're going to talk about i figured it would be best to talk about it now and then we'll kind of give you you know give you the idea that we have and then try to figure out you know what it actually means in the you know from the form on the main page um what we would like to change or at least see if we can change is you know at the very top of the main page we have like a black banner um that has the socials and it has the 25 years in business and it has the number at the top yeah can that stay static as you scroll through the page not the whole banner but just that black top piece um yes we can actually we could actually make it a sticky menu for sure um we got to figure out how to do that though, because usually what happens uh, is the menu itself it becomes is sticky, so that means the H nav, so that whole section becomes, um, right. and then that becomes problematic in your mobile view, um, where you lose probably a third to forty percent of the uh, screen because it's fixed. You have less area, visible area while you're scrolling. Yeah, so that so that would just be the 
I guess, you know, I, I, I don't think it's the whole banner that we have. It would just be that kind of very thin. The one at the top, which says call us at celebrates 25 years yeah. and all the yeah. social icons. Yeah. All right. Let yeah. me see. Let me see if we can do that. Yeah. yeah and that's a, uh, that's also a, uh, a, a good uh, thing to talk to Dick about as well is that if you're going to be looking at the overall flow of the website and the content of the website, make sure you do it not only on your uh, laptop or on your desktop, whatever you're doing, but also from your phone. Yeah. Uh, most uh, most of the traffic that comes to the website is coming from a mobile device. So uh, we want to make sure it looks good there as well. Yeah. Yeah. So, so if we can, you know, if we can execute that, um, what we'll, what we'll do is we're, we're going to change a little bit of that banner up top there. Um, we're going to put reviews up in there. We're going to put in, um, you know, something about, you know, going to, you know, 25 years or, you know, since 1993 or something like that. Um, so, so we'll, if, if that can change or if that can be updated, we'll, we'll kind of give you some, uh, ideas as what we want to see up there. Um, and then the other question we had would be on the click to call thing that we have where it like pulls up that net that phone the old rotary phone uh icon is that do we know what kind of clicks we get on that or like uses we get on that hmm. <clears throat> no he's talking about darren it's the uh it's the old if by phone um yeah, I, let's see if we can get some kind of uh, stats on that. So they enter their phone number and it, it calls them back. You know what I'm trying to say? Yeah, um, I'll bet you there's. I'll bet you uh, Dialogtech actually tracks that. So of course it does. It's a click to call function. So yeah, we can get info on that. Yeah, and I guess the the question is, is you know, I, I've. I could see where it'd be confusing for people because when you put your phone number in, all of a sudden your phone starts ringing, um, which kind of throw threw me off the first time I did it. But I don't know if like on a mobile use, if that is like something that we can put on and it like automatically goes into your, not your contacts, but it automatically like pulls up your, or like a copy or what, I don't know. Like, I don't even know what I'm trying to say, but it basically goes direct into your, to your, you know, dialer on your phone. If we're getting, you know, 50, 60% of mobile users. Yeah. The way to click the call works. If I, is that they enter their phone number, and then both your phones ring simultaneously. And you answer. Right. Yeah. So, yeah. I think we're, Joe, we're tracking that as an event. And uh, yeah, we do have some, uh, like the last 30 days, we had 30 clicks to call. And is that, so is that somebody clicking the, clicking the, uh, the red icon or is that somebody actually going through and dialing? No, no, that's clicking the red icon. That's the click the call feature. Uh, dialing is just uh, call tracking. Right. So we, so we don't know how many people go. So 30, 30, Darren said. 30 click the click the uh, speak to live pro and typed in their phone number 30. Oh, okay so, so so we have 30 people actually making that call all the way through then yeah that's right that's correct okay. Okay. so on average one a day one a day yeah no, that's more than I expected to be honest um okay well, I did about 10 of them yesterday <laughs> <laughs> yeah <No. laughs> 
Um, okay. All right. And then, um, yeah, so that, so that was like the big thing. And, and so we're going to, uh, the banner one was the biggest question. <clears throat> and then there's going to be a little bit of movement on the, on the home, on the, uh, homepage of just some, some content and, but it's by and large going to stay the same layout. Okay. All right. So we should be able to make that black bar sticky at the top. So. Okay. And it'll probably be live today. You'll be able to see it at some point. Okay. That's great. Now, do you guys uh, work with style sheets? Yeah, cascading style sheets. Yeah, that's yeah. that's that's how the uh, that's one of the elements of the uh, website. So, all right, because uh, I want to take a look at what you have for fonts and stuff like that, so we can get them squared away. Um, yeah, you should be able to. Well, I mean, you should be able to inspect um, from the browser if you if, if you. Uh, Right click on it and say inspect. You should be mm -hmm. able to see what the underlying fonts are. Okay. But uh, the, the the other thing to think about is that you have to have a web friendly font if you're gonna uh, if you want your website to look good across you know kind of all. Well, I, I just want to make sure that we're consistent in the font sizes throughout the site. Yeah, yeah. Because I, I see bolded list you know in one font size and then it changes multiple several times in other pages. So I just like okay, let's keep everything consistent, the same size. Mm-hmm. Okay. But that's part of the whole process I'm going through. Yep. Okay. Sure thing. Okay. All right, cool. So and then did you want to resend the um do we have an updated list or like a, a Google Sheets or whatever it was that we were looking at? We talked about having like a page tracker. Yeah, it was like yeah, we were it was kind of just like a checklist of hey, we want to see this updated on this page, and then you guys would turn it green when it was done or something like that. Well, we yeah. have multiple sheets that do that. We have one that does the search engine optimization. We have one. If you're talking about a page tracker where we're updating content, and no, then no. You yeah, yeah. Just it was just it was just something that you guys shared with us, so that way we could say like, here's the four things on this page that we want to see changed, and then you guys. Yeah, it's a page tracker. Let me find a link for you. Okay, yeah, I, got, I got it right here, John. You got it. I'll scrap it to you. Oh yeah, if you just want to re-email us, that way I have it, and then we put him on it. Um, does Dick have a uh, email address? Yep, I got Tracy family is one word at Verizon.net. Okay. So you sharing you, with him already? I just, I just sent the uh, share invitation. Cool. All right. And uh, the guy on our side that takes care of that is James. So uh, James Lewis. So you'll be coordinating with him on that. Okay. I think that's it for now. I just wanted to uh, at least, you know, like I said, introduce and then kind of talk about a quick couple things of that. And then we'll, we'll start kind of filling out that sheet and pulling a little bit. And, you know, if we need, if we need some color as to what it, 
you know, what some of this means, we, we can just do it, you know, kind of at the start of the meetings here. If yeah. we're not sure. Yeah. Cool. So, yeah. so I'm ready whenever you guys are. Ready? Yeah, I'm just typing a few notes here. Okay. All right. Uh, let's see. Get over here. Okay. Since so you're done adjusting, I can uh, go ahead and yeah. rock and roll. Okay. Yeah, okay. <clears throat> okay. All right, Joe. Um, I'm going to meet you. Yeah. <clears throat> and away we go. It's time once again for the Crack Band Podcast, hosted by A1 Foundation Crack Repairer. I'm Darren Kincaid, and I'm here with the Crack Daddy himself, Adam Tracy. Adam has 15 years of experience in the construction industry and as a civil engineer is A1 Foundation's resident engineer on staff solving a plethora of unique foundation problems every day. This podcast provides expert basement waterproofing, concrete repair, and preventative maintenance tips for homeowners and businesses. A1 Foundation's valuable insight will help avert the disaster of a flooded basement, health problems at a water infiltration, and protect your biggest investment, your home. The topic of today's podcast... How does a house fire affect its foundation? So Adam, a house fire is bad enough, but depending on the severity of the damage, you might be able to save the home. But what about the foundation? How does a, a fire affect it? Yeah, this is an often overlooked part of a, of a house fire uh, incident. Obviously, it can be a traumatic experience for any family or uh, or even if it's a multiple unit dwelling. Um, but it the biggest issue uh, with fires, uh, beyond obviously the tragedy of fires and rebuilding everything, it can really destabilize a foundation. Uh, and most people don't think about that as they um, maybe take on a property that has had a fire um, or looking at buying a property that had been burned down um, and try to save the foundation. And fire has some very uh, unique characteristics when it comes to uh, foundations, specifically talking about concrete foundations. So this would be a conversation specifically around concrete foundations rather than block and stone. There are two major things that happen with concrete when you have a fire. Most house fires, if you're talking about a full engulfing fire um, where you potentially lose the entire property, you're going to see fire temperatures somewhere between 1500 degrees Fahrenheit and 1800 degrees Fahrenheit. And that can cause some major issues with the concrete itself. Most times you're not going to see those temperatures, but in certain cases when the house totally burns down to the ground, uh, maybe it was a remote property, maybe it was a, a fire that started in the basement and they caught out of control quickly, you'll see some, uh, some issues with this. And we actually had this case um, this week in a house in southern New Hampshire. It was a house that unfortunately burned down to the ground and the people who bought the property uh, after the fire were looking to rebuild on top of the foundation. But as they inspected the foundation, they started seeing a lot of cracks um, in the foundation. 
And that is one of the signs of, uh, of an issue where there was a fire here. So the two main things can, that can happen are mechanical changes of the actual physical concrete and also chemical changes to the concrete. Most residential doesn't have any rebar in it, but it will have tie rods in there. And those tie rods will uh, are steel and they can be affected just like rebar would. So the biggest thing that we see mechanically or, or visually with the concrete from a fire is spalling of the concrete where you have large pieces of the outside edge of the concrete that have kind of fallen away from it. Um, cracking due to thermal expansion and the dehydration of the concrete. Remember, concrete always has water content in there. It's part of the strength of the Portland cement bond. So as it dehydrates, it, it becomes brittle and is subject to cracking. And then also a discoloration. So I'm going to start over again. And the other thing that you could see in this would be a discoloration. And typically what we'll see is the color pink. Um, so concrete after the char has been removed um, will have a pink hue to it uh, due to the iron that is inherent in the, the minerals of the concrete. So visually, if you weren't sure if there was a fire there, um, you could always check that, you know, you will see some spalling, you'll see cracking of the concrete, and then you'll also see some um, pink hues around the foundation. Beyond the visual aspect of it, it can actually dramatically change the chemical structure of concrete, which can become very dangerous from, you know, load bearing. Um, quartz that will be in uh, the minerals of the aggregate increases in volume. If you have limestone, it totally decomposes. Um, if you have uh, certain temperatures above a thousand degrees Fahrenheit, the Portland cement would actually glues the concrete together, can actually become brittle and, and fall away, which is what we would see with the spalling. And then the other issue that you'll have is you'll see alkalinity changes. So this is again, very fancy, you know, speaking you know, regarding um, concrete chemical, but that will affect the rebar or in the case of most homes, all of the tie rods. So you'll see tie rods leaking and you'll see um, them become brittle and you'll see them uh, rusting excessively and causing issues there. And a lot of times the cracks will start to chase rebar or uh, tie rod to tie rod hole because you have the steel in there. So in this particular house that we had the fire um, repair, it was it was relatively um, okay. There were three cracks that were deemed structural repairs that we used a combination of carbon fiber and structural epoxy to give it strength again. And there were two other cracks that had uh, that were not non-structural in nature. And we were able to use a um, closed cell polymer resin to, to bind it together and to waterproof it for any further expansion. So this particular house, the foundation was deemed to, with, with us and with the, another engineer to be safe for construction. And uh, we were able to make the repairs and the homeowners, uh, the new homeowners were able to basically start construction this week uh, once the repairs were made. So uh, cautionary tale for anyone who happens to pick up a property in a, uh, after a fire, but you know, it's one of those rare things that concrete is susceptible to cracking and damage uh, due to temperature extremes, uh, mostly caused by fire events. So always something to keep an eye out for. Well, thanks, Adam, for explaining how a fire can affect a home's foundation. If you have a basement water problem and think you need a professional, or if you'd like more information on foundation crack repair and basement waterproofing topics, please visit a1foundationcrackrepair.com or call Adam at 866-929-3171. Or you can email Adam at info at a1foundationcrackrepair.com. Thanks for listening and keep that basement dry. Break. All right. Okie dokie, sir. All righty.
So pretty easy. Yep. All right. So uh, we uh, we sent uh, Dick the um, invitation to access that uh, document, the change tracking document, and uh, when uh, you know if he's got any questions, he can either call or uh, email or whatever. So, okay. Perfect. All righty. Uh, so you're shorthanded this week. I'm sure you're itching to get back out there. Yeah, it's uh, I got guys on vacation, uh, so it's just uh, me in the office uh, for most of the week this week. So. Yep. All right, man. Well, you have a nice weekend, and uh, we'll catch you next time. And right, uh, when it, whenever you get a chance to li uh, listen to that video, let me know. We'll, we'll yep. make it live. Yep, okay. I should be able to do that today. All right. Sounds good. All right. All right thanks. See you, bye. Bye.